trim those sideburns are going to improve to 79, 52, and 12. That might be first place. Might be good enough for first. Weekly Fantasy Roundup, hosted by Andrew Skinner and Joel Bryant. Welcome back to another fun, thrilling, exciting, fact-devoid episode of the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. My name is Andrew Skinner, joined as always by my co-host, BFF, partner of crime, Mr. Don Corleone. What's going on, sir? I hate you. Why don't you make me an alpha you can't refuse? I needed to find a way to flush another fucking Sunday evening down the drain. (laughs) I'm here to provide you that outlet, sir. So I found my place. Actually, no joke. I'm one of my tabs open. I got fucking Don Corleone quotes. I was going to use throughout the episode, but you don't sound nearly as bad as you did yesterday. Well, I've gotten way better. But oh, I still, that's unfortunate. Um, I might only have so much voice, so use it wisely. Okay. Well, I'm happy for your long-term health that you're feeling better, but for mm-hmm. what could have been a legendary podcast episode, I'm disappointed from that perspective. It wouldn't have been that good. You wouldn't have heard a thing I said. But it would have been so fucking funny. This is like day nine of being sick. Might have had COVID again. Dude, you've been sick for six months, man. That's not true. I've been sick twice in six months, yeah. I think you've said at some point on every single episode that you're sick or not feeling well or some kind of ailment, something. Could be. How was uh, your weekend? You do anything fun, exciting, other than have COVID again? No, I um, spent four entire days in bed trying to, trying to muster up the energy to get out and go to the washroom so I didn't piss and shit in the bed. It's always nice. It's fucking horrible. It's always nice when you don't pee and poop in the bed. I couldn't even get up to eat. There was, like, there was one day that I went without eating entirely because I was like, oh, I, I can't make food. Yeah, I can tell you're looking thin. I was going to ask if you were working out. No, I'm just naturally I'm pretty good looking. But thanks for noticing. <laughs> oh, anyway, my weekend wasn't nearly as productive. Went to a kid's party, played a lot of Diablo 2. You much of a computer game guy at all? Not at all. I played uh, Diablo 2 as a kid when it initially came out. In like 99, 2000-ish. I played the shit out of that in high school. Now, 20-odd years later, they've re-released it with like modern graphics, modern gameplay. It's fucking incredible. Couple that with my current employment status, and I do that a lot. So, I went through a little stretch where I was playing Halo Online like three, four years ago. Yeah, And that was basically the only time I've touched those kind of games since high school. I haven't either until this layoff, but I just find myself playing more and more. And the irony is that I don't even really play the game. I just do a lot of trading. Somebody will make a game called trade or whatever. So you join the game, you just swap items back and forth. And I find myself just trading all day. I'm like, oh, look, it's 3 a.m. I'm just sitting here doing nothing. So so your wife hasn't kicked you out yet, eh? No, well, I'm still doing my part as a, as a partner and a father. Okay. I haven't neglected those duties just yet. You sure? Because you're doing a baseball podcast right now. Well, that's part of my weekly schedule. But there's Thanks. been days, let's just say there's been days that she's texting me like, hey, 
can you empty the dishwasher? Can you take out whatever for supper? And it's been like, oh shit, five o'clock. I forgot to empty the dishwasher. Like scramble to do it before she gets home. Then I'm taking out the chicken, figuring out how to defrost a chicken in fucking two minutes. Fucking tough life. Yeah. Well, I prefer to be working, but you know, I'm trying to make the most of this unemployment. So yeah, that's what the whole East Coast says, isn't it? No, 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 yes, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck. Anyway, I would like to be working and I have been looking for jobs. I actually thought I thought I was gonna get a phone call from ESPN on that job. I sent in a real banger application for that job and not even a phone call. Now I'm still holding out hope because I did check a little box on their website that said, send me a rejection email and I haven't gotten anything yet. So I'm hoping that they're going to do some kind of like mass contact thing. Like maybe they had 5,000 people apply for this. I don't know. But I for one am floored that home Depot didn't just hire you on the spot. For ESPN. Home Depot. Home Depot. ESPN. I got a Home Depot out of my screen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so I'm holding out hope that that works out. If not, I got a couple of avenues I can explore, but yeah, tons of work out here. Yeah, I just I got these things called kids and Amy's got a pretty solid gig. We'll fucking put them to work then. Yeah, they're 12 and 7. You can work for Nike at those ages. What's their What's their excuse? Well, we're not in a third world country. So we have these things called, what are they called? Labor laws. Yes. Make it work. Make it work. That's right. What do you think all these fucking people are protesting our freedoms for? My buddy used to say, make it happen. Be a happener. That's what he'd say. All right, friend, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. Week 11 of what went down in seventh inning stretch. Let's start first with your match against Team Dinner. Old uh, call of the draw. Look, this was close all week. Yeah, not what I expected. Are we tied again? You are tied six to six as it stands right now. Well, my team came out just fucking swinging. The first two, three days of the week, I think I had seven or eight home runs. And I looked at the you matchup, and Adam that. had the exact same fucking thing. Wow, just eye for so eye. Dinner, dinner was hanging tough. He's never went away. Yep. I'm looking now at the batting categories. I don't think anything can swing in his favor. I think all the bats are decided. I think this is going to be, I think this is it. Unless somebody's got a uh, reliever to go. Oh, he's got, I can, I can, um, I can still take total base and I could tie home runs with who? uh, William Contreras. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I saw you. Okay. Contreras, yep. Acuna is scratched. Any chance of him coming off the bench? Is he hurt? I took him out of my lineup anyways because I figured he'd be out today. Yeah, he got uh, – he took a ball off the foot yesterday. Right. Okay, so foul, you're foul one. the ball off his foot, I think. So a uh, Contreras dinger will make this a – what? You would take total bases, make it 7-5, and you'd be tied in home runs, make – so a Contreras dinger brings us all the way to seven four in your favor. Yeah, if he just hits a single, I think that's how we get to seven five. But but if let's see, who does he got here? He's got Will Smith for Atlanta. 
Will Smith comes in and has a clean inning. He might be able to get his ERA under 3-1-3. I'm not sure. No, he's I had only, him also benched all his pitching for the day. He's, on, he's only had 34. Oh, that's interesting. He's only had 34 innings pitched. So if Wilson, or sorry, if Smith has a clean inning. Smith's on his bench, man. He benched oh, his, all of his pitching for today. Oh, shit. Why the fuck would he do that? Just takes the L? That doesn't make any sense at all. Jesus. Maybe he didn't notice that I picked up a, a starter for the day. How does he not know that Joel is going to pull a sneaky Joel on Sunday? It's kind of my jam, right? You're sneaky Joel. You created right. the sneaky Joel. I invented it. And he, oh, no. Look, uh, Garcia. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. If my batting showed up today, I could have fucking leveled him, too. Because I could have taken runs, home runs, total bases, average. Yeah, and then my took the day off, 212. Everything was tied, basically. And then my bats just totally took the day off. And his he's got the one dinger he needed and the couple runs he needed. Wow. He had Urquidy? Urquidy? Yeah, and, and he pitched a gem, too. He had a fucking gem. Uh, quality start. Oops. Uh, and he had Graveman with the clean. Oh, man. I think those two numbers would have been enough to give him ERA. What? Mm-hmm. Oh. If you can't be good, be lucky. Wow. Wow. You know what's going to top this off now is when fucking Contreras hits a home run this game to give you the win. I hope it's a walk-off. Yeah. Walk-off win for, for, for the Sneaky Joels. I like it. All right. But as it stands now, your match is tied six to six. So like we touched on, there is some movement that can happen. But uh, yeah, as it stands now, six, six, a couple of big weeks here. Uh, One guy I won't mention on purpose, save him for later. Luis Robert, Robert was serviceable this week. 292, dinger, handful RBI, pretty good. Jock Peterson. Still doing things, although you'd like if he got a few more RBI with those three dingers, but what do you do? Mm, I'll take the dingers. On the dinner side of the coin, Carlos Cray had a decent week, couple of dingers, 360. Alex Bregman. I think Bichette did a couple things. Uh, did Bichette a grand a, slam the one day. Bichette had a couple dingers, but he only bat 179 on the week. Didn't do much for him in terms of average. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, pretty good week overall. Pretty even match. Nothing too like total bases currently one. Batting average 12 points, pretty close. Uh, you got him in sole bases, which was decisive. RBIs, you got him by four. Uh, the pitching was neck and neck other than the volume. Like the uh, the categories were close. ERA, very close. Whip, not that close. Uh, but, I mean, you got him in numbers. So, I think it's pretty inexplicable. That he benched those two pitchers today, like kind of like in your terms, he really had nothing to lose. It's not like he was going to get in case. Might as well try to solidify ERA. I don't know. Oh, he was ahead in whipping. I think that was about it. Wow, you stream Marco Gonzalez today. Wow, that is brave move. Streaming a fucking yeah. Mariners pitcher not named George Kirby. Let me tell you, against the Angels too. Yeah, wow. I got uh, my balls coming size men's. Extra large. All potatoes, no meat. That's right. Sorry for your loss, Nikki. Okay, let's move on to the next matchup. 
to put it on the belts. A little statement week against all 5.2, 11 to 2. I oh fucking called this, fucking didn't God. I? I called it. Now let's not let's slow let's slow our rolls a little bit here. Cameron's gonna win with a 4.9 ERA to 120 whip. Two quality okay. certs. Two quality certs. His pitching was passable before he made that trade. He needed to fix his bats, and look what happened to his bats. His bats uh, had a gangbusters week, 42 runs, 11 home runs, 31 RBI, all very nice, 116 total bags, and a big fat 290 average. Hello. Well done. Well done. Now to put it on the belts have arrived. The put it on the belts have arrived. Wow. Big statement win. Is this the one, like not to take away from Cameron, but I wanted to look at the matchup as a whole. Is this the one that tells Spence that it's time to fucking sink this ship? Spencer has been getting get killed. to tell Spence to sink his ship, Kenny. He seems pretty steadfast. Was that the word? I mean, we spoke very briefly. Uh, we'll touch on the trades later because there was a lot. But he sent him some offers, and he was like, "Fuck off, fuck off, fuck yeah, off." Yeah, I talked to him about purchasing one Julio Rodriguez to build on my next season. Right, and we talked some numbers, but he wasn't he wasn't in. Uh, so no, okay. I don't know if he thinks that Rodriguez can help him this season. Don't get me wrong, Rodriguez is great, but as a younger player, gonna have some ups and downs. And mostly up so far, but anyway, I looked at making a purchase. I looked at even sending him dollars to get Rodriguez. You know, I got some dollars now, but anyway. I feel like Spencer's spreadsheet already told him he was good like a month ago, so he's just he's just sticking with it. He thinks this is a rough patch, maybe. Yeah. Now, to be fair, much like I said, don't get so quick to applaud camera. Let's not go too hard on Spence. His bats had a week. Nine home runs, very good. 34 runs, very good. 30 RBI, very good. Yeah, but it's not his batting that's the problem. Yeah, his pitching is... His pitching's fucking awful, and it's been would you awful go like as far as to say, in a row. Would you go as far as to say that his pitching is devoid of talent? I don't think I'd go that far, but... Oh, that, that's copyright infringement. Fuck. That is. I apologize to the team we will discuss shortly. Uh, don't sue me. Yeah, well, when the lawsuits come, just remember, I'm... As hostage on this show as you are. As it stands now, the put it on the belts about to win big over 5.2. Currently 11 to 2. I don't see anything that can change. If anything, this can get better for Cameron. If he manages to get a swipe out of Dansby Swanson or Austin Riley, he can bring that to 11 to 1. Yeah, so, nothing else is even close. Unless Spencer has a, a pitcher going right now that but, may get a quality start, but that's probably unlikely. Unless Cody Bellinger goes back to Cody Bellinger fucking four years ago and just mashes a couple of dingers. Not yeah, that happen. ain't happening. Spencer could swing RBI, but I like the chances of Riley and Swanson to keep up with Bellinger in the nightcap. So I think this is going to basically yeah. hold. I think this is a big statement win for the belts. Big statement win for the belts and a big panic loss, I think, for 5.2. You just showed some of these these teams. Like, this is what happens when you're not a pussy and fix your fucking team. Yep, that's right. Or you blow it up. Say, fuck it. Blow it up. Blow it up entirely, yeah. 
Spencer just hasn't addressed anything, man. No trades, very few moves, just kind of setting the lineup and holding steady. You know, when I picked Spencer to be uh, in contention for the title at the beginning of the season, that prediction kind of came with maybe doing some in-season maintenance as it comes to dealing with issues with the team. He hasn't addressed that. I don't so. think that's Spencer's gig. Like he's never really makes trades in season, does he? I don't know. In any event, Spencer has not done a whole lot this year, and the results have shown he's now going to be way below 500, assuming the results hold as is. We'll be looking at 64, 73, 6. Not good. The Belts, on the other hand, with this huge win, are going to climb above 500. The Belts will go all the way to 68, 64, and 11. I don't know where that's going to put them. Might jump them up a couple spots. We'll say six, maybe. He's definitely going to leapfrog Spencer. It looks like he's looks like he's going down to eighth or worse. So, yeah, I think this might put him into seventh and put Spencer on eighth or out. Nice to see the belts getting rewarded for a couple of big moves. So, shout out to Mister Belts for addressing your team needs, making the necessary changes. Well done. All right, let's move on to the team name that I copyright infringed on just a moment ago. I apologize again. Devoid of talent. Mark Pickle, what a fucking team name. Oh, I love it, man. I like fucking this. hate these gimmicky team names. I, I can't fucking stand them. I love them. Like, when it comes to this, I'm, I'm totally like the, to pick an identity, like be your own brand, you know? Like, you see these fucking pro teams picking up the next tacky dad joke name. But that being said, fuck, did he hit the ball out of the park this week on that one? Dude, it's the fucking greatest team name I've ever seen. Yeah. Devoid of talent. That was, that's beautiful. I mean, well done, Mark. Well done. I fucking love it. I mean, you even got to give Colin props this week for embracing the whole preparation whole thing. Oh, man. That was fucking epic. All these team names. And Bishop Cam has a little birdie. Holy fuck. Like, I have my own little personal vendetta against these little fucking tacky-ass team names. And even I this week was like, this is some good work. Yeah. Un-fucking-believable, man. I love it. I love it. So, How does team do? Uh, His team lost and his bats uh, aptly named are devoid of talent. He hit a whopping 233 this week with hold on four home runs. Wow. 19 runs. Disgusting. 17 He dependably cannot get over 20 runs or 20 RBI or five home runs or 80 total bases. It's every week, man. He's so stuck on those low numbers. It's the most consistent, inconsistent team I've ever seen. Yeah. Every fucking week, every now and then, like your your bats will have an astronomical week. Like in terms of consistency, Cam's bats are fucking smash every week. But Mark's yep. bats are shit every fucking week. You think at some point you get a couple of guys who had a hot week for you at one point. But no, sir. These bats are trash every week, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mark's whole team is just the definition of putting in the hours. Yeah. He's just, like, I'm just here to get paid. Yep. Just get me until Friday at five o'clock. I'm out of here. <laughs> now his pitching came back to life this week, although it wasn't good enough. Ironically, he came back to earth with a uh, 326 ERA and a 105 whip, which against most teams would be good. Not against Buzz. 
who had a 302 and a 0.95 whip. The mark finished with a healthy five wins, exactly K per nine with 80 Ks, eight innings, seven quality starts, six saves plus holds. So, but the bets, I mean, it's every week, the bets, that's it. And somehow his 233 average was good this week. Wow. 69 total bases. That's fucking, that's a, that's one day for Cam's team. That's honestly about where my team was, I think, Wednesday, Thursday. Like right. My team shut it down over the, through the weekend and finished, I think, 101 is where I'm at now. So, yikes. It's, uh, it's not good, man. It's not good. So, I think we said pretty candidly on the show that we didn't like that trade for Mark. We didn't feel like it did much to help his team. I thought Luke Voigt would have been a hot Band-Aid for Mark. Yeah. I mean, Yepes, Marte. I mean, who's next? Who's latest flavor of the week? Jack Suwinski. Who? But now he's in a spot where if he tries to make a trade, he's he's going to have to go through that filter of everybody trying to butt fuck, trying to give him his gar- their garbage for whatever one or two good players he has. I think Mark needs to go through the filter of all right, guys. I'm selling. Uh, who's buying? I think it's over. This is over, man. This is over. This is as over as it gets. I'm sorry, Mark. You don't want to hear it, but it's done, man. It's not good. I don't really think it is. He's only you six games out. Of, no, he's only six games out of eighth. Well, you got to tack on another eight to five loss this week. So he's probably maybe seven or well, he could be basically the same amount. Spencer got fucking throttled. He's looking at. He might be the bubble guy. He's looking at 58, 78, and seven after this loss. 20 games under 500. You're going to need three good weeks just to get you back to 500, man. And Spencer will have 64 wins. So, yeah, so he's a he's like two full weeks where the wins behind Spencer. That's assuming Spencer doesn't turn around. I don't, I don't like it, man. But given the timeline, like if it's going to be real hard, don't get me wrong, but looking where we're at right now, we're I think what, in terms like, of the timeline, playoffs. I know. I think playoffs are week 23, I think. And this is week 11. So he's got half the fucking season to go, man. Yeah, but it's, I don't know, man. It's a lot of ground to make up. And even get still, in there. it's not that bad. Yeah, but do you want to get in there and just get fucking preparation hold by one of the top teams? <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. Maybe he doesn't. If he, if he rebuilds his team. And, and does it really good. Maybe he gets in and preparation holds the top teams. Let's see. Trade deadline, August 11th. Yeah. So he's even still got like six weeks to make, to make trades. Yeah. So that's about six weeks. Playoffs start week 22. So we're exactly halfway. So you got 11 weeks till playoffs. You got six weeks till the deadline. It's time for Mark to do something. I mean, it seems like it's late in the year because we've already had multiple teams go full ham and sell everything off for like exorbitant, crazy prices. Yeah, I see you pointing at yourself, you fucking idiot. You fucking know it. (laughs) We'll get there. You fucking killed the economy. Don't listen. Don't fucking blame me. Okay? You like may as well have invaded trip. Ukraine. This is all on you. Oh no! the The prices started when Jeff offered me, or did did sorry, 
when Jeff accepted my offer of $25 oh, for the see. Corpse of Whitmere. So I gave you that tiny little out when I kind of put it on the Maryfield trade. Taking and it. you're just running with it. You fucking know it. The bar right. was set. He accepted. And you set the bar. He accepted. <laughs> if you guys both shot me down, you were at what, 20 for him? Not even fucking close. I never gave you a number because as right. soon as you said Sorry. 25, I was like, get fucked. Too far apart, right. I think Jeff was at 20. And then ironically, so here's this for irony. I was going to accept his 20, but I was driving somewhere. Yeah, you by said the time, this. Yeah, okay. So, now, you know what I was going to give you for Maryfield, what my offer was going to be? It was going to be a player and $5. Because to me, that's what a waiver pickup is worth. Anything more than that, you can fucking beat it. This is the whole butterfly beat effect, it, right? You did. You know what? If we want to go all the way back, I think we have to blame Mark for these prices because if Mark never dropped Maryfield, who knows how that all unfolds? No, no. He didn't drop Maryfield with the rest of you going full moron in mind. Yeah, Mark didn't drop Maryfield thinking that a few weeks later, Skinner was going to get $100 for two players. Yeah. The Justin Verlander was going to go for 75 bucks. 75. Oh my God. I can't wait to get to trades. This week was off the hook, man. <sighs> anyway. Okay. Back to devoid of talent versus designated shitters. As it stands right now, designated shitters is going to pull out a eight, five win. I think this is right around what we predicted. Actually. This will get buzzed back over 500. If only barely he'll improve to 69, 68, six, and as we mentioned earlier, Mark is going to fall to 58, 78, and 7. I'm assuming 11th. Yeah. It's time for Mark to, like, blow it to make some big fucking moves. Yeah. The time is now. It's time, Mark. Joel said it. I've said it. Corbin Burns. I'm sorry. You love him. He's your guy. He's your locked-in three-year keeper. Get pieces, man. Salvage this now or don't. Or don't. Just fucking sell them. But do something. Because this in between, let me tell you, it's no good. It's no I wonder good. if he looked at $75 for Verlander and went, oh, maybe I should have put Corbin yeah. Burns on I the mean, block. That would have been right? like 90 bucks. 90? But, That'd be the full budget based on that number. Oh, yeah. But he's not in a, He's not thinking that he wants auction bucks at this point. Mark, to be fair, like we said before, Mark does his own thing. Mark's never been a big bucks guy. No. I don't know if Mark has uh, sold – or acquired more than like $25 in any given season, even yeah. when we had that giant cap. Cause I don't know if Mark really believes in that. Yeah. I don't know if he's the biggest believer of it either, but clearly it has a big impact on this league. Oh, so I think, impact. I think if you're going to play in this league under these settings, you gotta, you gotta make use of every one of your parameters, right? Yeah. Maybe pull call an audible and maybe, uh, you know, go outside your comfort zone. Like you said, yeah. there's a lot of dollars to be acquired. Teams make purchases. It's going to be pretty hard to win a title in this league if you're not either buying talent from the losing teams or selling talent when you're at the bottom. You got to be, got to be in one of those uh, fields. I don't I mean. know if that's true either. I made the finals two years in a row on limited draft budgets going in. I made the finals last year on a two hundred sixty dollars auction budget. Right, but you made some in-season purchases, did you not? Oh, I yeah, I used my budget in season. To well, get there you go. Well, but I mean, is... what I'm saying is you can start very limited. Oh, absolutely. Can... Absolutely. Well, you know, so he might want to change his method in the same way that like, say you would get somebody else to draft for you. Oh. So you didn't fuck that up. See what you did there. You just like, threw in a little jab. 
That could be Mark's change. Like he embraces the right. Mark embraces buying or selling dollars, and I embrace getting someone to substitute for me at the draft. All right. Like your kid. Oh. She's killing it on the fucking Tim Sticks. You may as well let her have a she's going on a, baseball she's team. She's on a bit of a cold streak. She has a oh, couple is she? three days. Yep. So. Uh-oh, she's gone full Skinner now, hey? She's just yep. over. Yep. She's like, I want to be just like you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, sweetie, this is what you do. That's right. Lose All right. every week. Oh, every week. This week was... No exception, but we'll save my throttling for last. Speaking of legendary team names, Cam has a small birdie. (laughs) And birdie being B-E-R-T-I for this John birdie, dude apparently steal bases at a legendary rate. My favorite part of it is that he doesn't even try to go for like the stupid fucking pun things. He just lets them have it. Yeah. Cam has a small birdie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's a great team name and it's a fucking shot at Cam, which I just love. Yep. So shout out to the birdies who lost the small birdies. The small birdies. Yep. Shout out no, to wait, the small birdies. That, that turns it back on Bishop. Oh yeah. It's the the Cam has a small birdies. That's right. Shout out to Cam's small birdies. I don't know. Shout, shout out, out to, Bishop. to Cam's tiny dick. Yeah, there you go. who lost a very narrow matchup or is currently losing although it's noteworthy that he's currently tied in swipes and walks and he's got travis darnell going jeff his opponent hunting up burials doesn't have anyone going you can't count on darnell for stolen base that's not happening but if darnell gets him a walk this goes to six six so there is potential for a tie here Look at those total base counts for each team. 111, 113. This is 111, no good. That could flip, yeah. Travis Darno Dinger. With, it's uh, a double, and that's a tie. Yeah, double, yep. So, Travis Darno, he's a catcher. You won't see him getting the two-bagger. Unless it's ground rule double. But anyway. Jeff's pitching, though, again. What's up with that? Ooh, yep. Not good. I like that you say just pitching. What's up with that? And I immediately see what Jose Barrios did this week. He got fuckled. Jose Barrios. We're gave back Jeff doing that old, again, hey? Gave Jeff the old sneaky Jeff with fucking three good starts in a row. So Jeff's like, yeah, Jose Barrios, boys. Yeah. That's what's up. No, Only I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep Barrios. I think Barrios is back. Blasted. Ooh. Yep. That aged poorly. Blasted. Sandy wow. Alcantara would have looked pretty good on this team. Yep. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. What a week for Berrios. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Jeff hit 17 he... home runs. So it's not like he's desperate for power. No. Anyway, uh, pretty tight match. The pitching, the categories are basically evenly divided with – Jeff winning two, Bishop winning four. The ones that Bishop won were decided, though. Six, three wins, close. ERA, not close. Uh, Whip, not close. Saves plus holds, not close. Jeff just managed to eke out a few more Ks and managed to squeeze out a few more quality starts. But the batting for Jeff, wow. 227, what did he have? Only Ryan Howards this week? 
17 home <laughs> runs, 41 RBIs, and 227. That was it. Dingers only this week. The boys currently tied, as we mentioned, with five stolen bases and 27 walks apiece. So as it stands now, Jeff is going to hang on for a 6-5 to five win. But as we mentioned, the small birdies have Darnell going, who could swing one, if not two, of those categories in his favor. That game is in the sixth. So you got to think that Darnell is going to get one, maybe two more at-bats, depending on how that game goes. Currently 0-0. Zero, zero. So. Either way, this has got to be some – some reinforcement for the newly rebuilt Bishop because he, yeah. he knows now he can hang tough with a good team. Right. That's right. Cause Jeff's beat, not be fooled. Like Jeff's team is a top team. There's no doubt about that. Jeff's team is a top team. Yep. His team has been mashing every single week. Yep. So, yep. A couple of good teams here, maybe a playoff preview. Who knows? So with the narrow loss or tie, uh, Bishop's going to stay basically status quo. We'll say 57, 65, and 12. And Jeff's going to be around 71, 56, and 16. So in terms of standings, I think Bishop might have enough to leapfrog Mark. So I think Bishop's going to see himself move up to 10th. And Jeff should stay around 4th, maybe 3rd, depending on what the other teams do in front of him. Let's move on now. To now, we've we've been sticking with the theme of legendary team names. But this one, I mean, I'm just grateful for it. Really, like we can put away the fucking Bendex and the Horneries and shout out to Colin, who is clearly the most attentive listener of the show. Okay, clearly ignoring our request to change the image, but that at this point, I've just kind of accepted this with this. But that fucking team name, I preparation. Haven't. Yeah, I know you haven't. But that team name, that team name, Preparation Hole. That little bit we said last week about Preparation H and that back and forth. Colin could not wait to be like, yes, I'm playing Cam and I will be Preparation Hole. And God damn, did he need it because he got preparation. 10 to fucking 2. Oh, my God. The first time I saw it, it was 11 nothing, I think. And that made it the fucking best. Yep. I think I called 10 to 2 or 11 to 2. I said, I think Colin gets one batting category best. Sure enough, managed to steal RBI in a very down week for Cam. And Cam blasted him in pitching. Whip was kind of close. Everything else, not close. So this is what a down week for Cam looks like, hey? Yeah, 11 home runs. 11 total bases. Yep. Fuck's sakes. A pedestrian, 111 total bases, a, a so-so, 283, like only three swipes. Like Nice of Cam's team to take the week off, make someone feel like they got a chance. Cam's probably fucking losing it. It's like, these useless bastards. Yep. Trade everyone. Only hit 283 this week. Yep. Fucking trade everyone. Mm. So, but in any event... Collins hole was preparation and properly so because Cam is giving it to him. Cam went running at it. Now Collins got a couple of bats left. I got to think Colin might get a walk. So I think this is going to swing to 10 to three. Whereas Cam's only got Trey Turner left. Um, only. You know, only Trey Turner, but Trey Turner can't do anything to swing the categories. Trey Turner. Uh, well, he might get a walk. Only got two walks on the week. Not a ton of walks on the season. 
So Colin left Harris and Lux on his bench. So as it turns out, only Taylor and Olsen are going up against Turner. And Taylor actually got the night off. So unless Taylor comes off the bench, looks like this could hold unless one team gets a walk. So this is going to finish 10 to 2, could be 10 to 3, could be 11 to 2, depending on if somebody gets a walk or not. So we got Will Smith, Trey Turner against Matt Olsen, and maybe Taylor if he comes off the bench. But in any event, another decisive win for the Cowboys, who are going to prove to 82, 55, and 6 as it holds now. Colin, after getting blasted, is going to fall to 64, 67, and 10. So Colin's going under 500. That should still be good for middle of the pack, though. I think Colin's still going to be hovering around maybe 6th or 7th place. So... Kate, just another decisive smash week for Cam. Are we playing for second? Are we playing for second? I mean, not me. Is everyone else playing for second? I think we need to all pick our champion and load him up so that he's going to meet in a gladiator ring with Cam in the finals. That's right. Everyone collectively come together and be like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's somebody versus Cam. Who's got the best baseline to tackle him? I mean, not to abuse my uh, podium here to, you know, advance my <laughs> position or anything, but I'll be your champion if you need me to. I'll be your champion. Well, I just, yeah. I just need a few of your players that are really good for basically nothing and I'll be on Problem my way. Problem is that Cam's team feels like the mountain in Game of Thrones. Cam's team needs a P test. A P test? Mm-hmm. Test through urine. Yeah, the entire team. Thank God his phone was dead when when everybody went full moron. Yeah, Cam is a purchaser too. Cam don't mind flinging those bucks around. So Cam don't give no fucks about the bucks. (laughs) (laughs) This looks like the team to be right now. Like we said, this is what an off week looks like for Cam. Off week, only 26 RBIs. Off week. Only 111 total bases. League's on notice now. Everyone knows. So if anyone wants to take a shot, Cam's team this year, y'all better start making them purchases. Mm -hmm. Start buying up them players from the basement teams like me. I got fuckled by Gary Nolan 11 to 0. There's no prize for finishing dead last, eh? But there could be a prize next year for having the most draft bucks, and if I use them wisely, which I. But if you but losing do. eleven to nothing doesn't get you more draft bucks. No, it does not. I'm not proud of it. Although I hung in there, yeah, I did what I could. I made ads. I've, I'm still involved. To I'm Nolan just, of all people, has he sent you any message? Fucking rubbing how bad he dipped it in you. Uh, no, I think because no, he doesn't know yet. He's going to find out on like Tuesday. Gary hit the. Uh, he said, oh, look, Skinner sold his whole team. Uh, start active players the rest of the week. That'll do. Mm-hmm. And he was correct to the tune of a perfect 11-0 sweep. I managed to tie wins and stolen bases. Shout out. Runs pounded 38-29. to Home runs 12-7. to RBI 43-27. to Walks got me by seven. Total bases got me by fucking almost 30 Average 50 points. The pitching, I mean, my God. 726 
166 ERA. Ah, the old quality starts. <laughs> even my six save plus holes. You know, put a lineup together this week. Uh, well, I made a couple of trades, a few trades. It's funny. Last week we recorded, and I, as I alluded to, said that I tried to make a purchase off Mark. Mark was not having it. And then we finished the recording. And as I was editing uh, a couple of days later, I was like, you know what, man? This ain't happening for me this season. And I fucking pushed that reset button. I said, it's over. I'm selling. It was like the next morning. Yeah, I didn't fuck around. But we'll get to that. We'll really that takes story. a lot of the shine off of making fun of how bad your team is when you made it like so much worse. That's right. Because every week now, just going to get killed every week. It's not even it's just, a surprise. It's just fucking sad now. Yeah, it's sad now. But it's like whatever. watching that roadkill keep getting hit. Yeah, it's like, oh, is little guy going to get up? Oh, no. Oh, no, he's not. Now his head's over here and his torso's over here and there's guts everywhere in between. I just want to tie a get well soon balloon to you and just go on with my life. Hey, Ahmed Rosario had a good week for me. 360 contributed in all five categories. Not bad. Well, he's got to be worth, what, 58 bucks in this league right now? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) probably. Uh, if anyone wants Ame Rosario, I will, in fact, trade him for 58 draft dollars. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I got killed. And as we will get to later on the show, this is going to be the theme for me this season going forward. As I push the reset button, I was the first to do so. So this ain't happening this year. Shut it down. So. I don't think we need to spend much more time on this matchup. It's pretty nope. self-explanatory. 11-0. I'm going to fall to, let's see. Uh, 49, 84, and 10. Yeah. And trim those sideburns are going to improve to 79, 52, and 12. That might be first place. Might be good enough for first. I feel like Nolan owes you an ROE for your next EI Works reporting period because he just took you to fucking work this week. Yeah. Were you ready and willing to enable the work? Uh, all days this week <laughs> hell yeah it was yeah <laughs> i got worked every day by the sideburns mm-hmm. the sideburns is this. okay is that it for the matchups thank god let's mosey on to week 12 let's uh, lightning around the fuck out of this lightning round okay myself bartolo's clone against the small birdies Birdies. Birdies, I'm saying uh, 10 to 3. I think 12 nothing. For the birdies. 12 nothing. Okay. Back-to-back shutouts. 5.2 versus the man currently known as Preparation Hole. Who knows what he'll come up with for next week. I think Hole's going to put it on him this week. Yeah, I think the Holes are going to bounce back. I'm calling a big one for the Holes. Nine it's going to be holes. a recovery week for the Hole. <laughs> Yeah. Get rid of a little of that gaping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Preparation hole is going to be a little less on the preparation, a little more on the recovery. By about uh, Thursday, I think maybe things will stop falling out of them. Yep. Preparation hole is going to be recovery hole. That's right. Thursday. And then recovered hole by Sunday. Which is good because he's probably running out of the preparation part. He's had to switch to other things that probably aren't helping like toothpaste. Just whacking everything. I said, I'd say yeah. there's probably a strip of duct tape down there too. 
All right, so the holes, I'm calling the holes nine to four. What do you think? Yeah, I can get with that. I'm in for that. Let's move on. The boys, Cowboys versus the Shitters. Shitters coming off a win over Merck. Uh, the Cowboys just preparationing holes like he always does. Sorry about your week, Buzz. Yeah, I also apologize, Buzz. This is maybe. Let's have our Sunday night morning period for Cam's opponent this week. <laughs> yep. Sorry that you're next in line. Yeah. Just a little bit of insight to help our friends over at the Shitters here. When you get that feeling by about Wednesday, Thursday, that this means that you have to blow up your whole fucking team because you can't stand him anymore. It's not your team. Yeah, it's not you. It's him. It's not you. So just get through it. Yeah, just take this one. Yeah. Don't let this be the match that makes you second guess your stance for this season. You and stay take the course. It, you are. Yeah. You take it right in that hole. Yeah. You be preparation all week. All right, so Cowboys over the shitters. I'm calling just another. I think Cam doesn't record double-digit wins this week. I think it's 9-3 to three with a tie. I disagree with that assessment. I think it's 10-2 to two with a tie. All right, fair enough. Let's move on to the belts versus the dinners. Uh, we think the belts keeps on rolling here, although the dinner just did tie you. Yeah, coin toss match of the week for me. Because yeah. I like where dinner's at, but, but Cam's team is kind of rolling a bit now, too. So this should be a good matchup, I think. I'm going to call it a 7-6 matchup one way or the other. Yeah, I think the belts keep some big wins going. I think dinner's trending in the wrong direction. Uh, despite the tie this week past, I think the belts, I'm calling belts 8-5. Okay. Uh, next, devoid of talents. The Talents versus the Berrioses. Um, Let's say you. I'm going to call Jeff, obviously. Yeah. Sorry, oh. Mark. But I also think it's going to be closer than... Ooh. Like, I think um, Mark's pitching will somewhat keep him in it. Because the Berrioses is, is back to getting blown out on the mound. Just like we predicted of Mark's trade when he acquired Eric Lauer. Eric Lauer ain't no Pablo... And uh, yeah, but I told you that, and you were like, oh, I don't know. No, seven, I did seven weeks no. in a row. Well, that was five quality starts. Okay, the last that six was starts. That was weeks you ago. Gotta start taking them seriously sooner no, or later. That was weeks ago. Everybody, and I said it. when the trade went down last week, I said that Lauer's trending in the wrong direction, and I thought this was the beginning and the end. So, pivot, 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 gotta pivot. Like another podcast I listen to, you got to stay water. You got to be always willing to. Okay. Stay water. Take a little off the top, Bruce Lee. You're fucking just, <laughs> let's just go on with our lives. All right. So I'm calling the Berriosis for a decisive, I'm calling 11 to 2. I don't think uh, Devoit does much this week. I'm going to call 7 5 for Jeff. Ooh. Okay. All right. And finally, uh, yourself. Versus uh, your lawyer friend, Mr. Nolan. The Chiefs uh, versus the Sideburns. Okay. Abstain. I picked Nolan. Okay, fair. Plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. Anything you say, fifth. Oh, Brandon Woodruff is scheduled to return and start Tuesday against the Rays. Good. I hope he fucking... Blows a hip. 
I think he, well, it is his first start back. So maybe they got him on a pitch count. Maybe he's not as effective as he could be. I like Woodruff and, but I've asked at one point, I asked Nolan the question and made him an offer and he did what Nolan does. And now I can't stand Brandon Woodruff. <laughs> Looks like you might have a uh, Zach gallon on a two start week. Yeah, he was supposed to start today and that got moved to tomorrow. So. At home versus San Diego at Colorado might not be such a good start. Um, you know what? I think I think that you pulled this one out, but I think it's close. I'm calling call you off. seven to five with a tie. Well, I call a loss for me. All right. Fair enough. Tragic loss. Tragic loss. RIP. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's all for the predictions. Let's uh, get into a little trade talk, shall we? We had a couple of couple little minor trades go down this week, so maybe we can just touch on them very briefly. What do you think, friend? You want to talk a little trade? Oh, you know how I love to discuss the trading situation in this league. It's one of my favorite fucking things to do, so just Wind it up. All right, let's go. Let's talk a little trades then. Wheeling and dealing. As I alluded to a moment ago, I had an epiphany Sunday, Monday, and decided, you know what? Season's over for me. You guys have this league fucked up so bad. Let's just stop you there and let's just call it what it is. What do you what do you want me to say? You fucking cunts and you're selling gas for two dollars a liter. Look where it's gotten us now. $75 for Verlander. You fucking got everything dropped on its head. That was a lot. Well, let's tackle these. Let's tackle these chronologically. There's a lot to go through. Yeah, because this was not put any sense to it. This was the a most shit show. active trade week, maybe ever in the history of this pool. Shit went down. It was an abomination this week. Shit went down. The very first trade of the week, just a little trade, a small trade. I traded one Bryce Harper, you heard of him, and Clay Holmes to the birdies. And I acquired Riley Green, Eloy Jimenez, some closer I've never heard of who I've since dropped, and 80, 80 draft dollars. Oh, sorry, 75. I apologize. And 75 draft dollars. The market was set. Big ticket price. I sold Harper and sold Clay Holmes, who has emerged as probably one of the best saves plus holes pitchers in the whole league. I just decided this season's not happening for me. And I made a huge sale and said, it's over. So I got bucks. I got a lot of them and I got pieces. Riley green, super duper prospect, super keeper. Eloy Jimenez, man, you've got him in another pool or you've had him before. dude's a fucking stud when he's healthy. So I got pieces and it's I got ridiculous bucks. overpayments. I thought it was too, but I mean, from Bishop's point of view, like he had the bucks to do it, but so why not? So again, it's your fault. 
for demanding such high prices. Oh yeah, don't give me a fucking blank face. I didn't do what I do. What I do? I don't know what I did. You know exactly what you did. I hate except now. Now every door that I knock on now, I get, oh yeah, sure that uh, you know middling to decent player at his position, you can absolutely have him for fucking sixty four dollars, as per the price tag set by Skinner and and the previous trades which have gone down. Seems like a reasonable price six, point to start. Six. <laughs> starting starting asking price you fucking cunts are turning this into decapitation nation oh i know i wouldn't know anything about that <laughs> all those fucking players and potential keepers and 75 dollars. and how's that going bryce harper fucking died last night <laughs> this is the thing he's Big. gone now he's dead he's dead fractured thumb I don't know so the timeline on that. He was already playing through an injury that only allowed him to be a designated hitter. Then he got fucked up on his hand. You know how I feel about that? It's a matter of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. My Sorry, Bishop. Yeah. Listen, man, I thought it you was fuck the whole trade market too. and you get fucked. Yeah. Oh, Bishop. bad juju. I mean, you say what you will about me setting the trade market, but that man, as we said, is a fucking madman. He's not afraid. Dude, he was offering me 150 bucks for my whole team, man. Yeah, but just because he's a madman doesn't make it okay, Andrew. It's not like you can fucking hand him a few AK-47s and then be like, well, he's a madman. Yeah, but he's a madman, but he's also a consenting adult. And he said yes. Daddy is. So like I was not still done. a crime among consenting adults, but whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. So this, this one just got the door just open, just a creak. I was yes. not fucking finished there. I blew the doors off my team. Then just a few minutes later, myself and the belts made what would be considered a minor trade. I sold him one Jeff McNeil for 25 draft dollars. And then what do you know? He got hurt too. <laughs> He's missed See? five. Because five that's well, that was an overpay too. I think 25 for McNeil, a guy batting. Over well Come over 2020. A guy that was on waivers fucking literally two months ago. Yeah, McNeil was a waiver pickup for me. Yep. And I managed yep. to trade him for $25. Just like just like Whit Merrifield. I've turned waiver pickups into 50 draft dollars for next year. Be yes, impressive. Let this be a note to everybody. Your disgusting overpayments result in players being hurt and you having no money left. So good on you. The second you overpay for someone, you know they're getting hurt at some point. That's right. That's the rule now. Now, I think McNeil is only experiencing hamstring tightness. I think he's day-to-day, although yeah. it is interesting to note that the manager was like, yeah, he'll play Tuesday. He'll be fine. And he didn't play Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> oh, whoops. Yeah. So. so not good. But in any event, me and Cameron, me and the belts made a little purchase like we alluded to earlier. The Belts decided they need to do something to address his bets. He made a purchase to help his team. So was it too much? Eh, neither here nor there, but we talked turkey. We agreed on 25. Deal done. But then I was not done there. No. The next trade. Like, that there's basically, still so many buttholes left that I could put fingers in. Fingers? No, the next one was a whole fist right up to the elbow, a la yep. Trevor Bauer. You're even saying it yourself. You know it. I made a trade with the shitters. I could tell once I made those first two trades, you could feel 
that the fucking winds were swirling in the group chat. Yeah. You and Buzz slid into my DMs. Being like, I want my butthole speed bagged. He Can goes, speed bag my butthole too. He goes, Freeman and Edmund, how much? Now it's worth noting that when me and Bishop were talking, I specifically told Bishop, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not trading Edmund. He's a minimum keeper, just a guy I'm looking for. I'm sorry. But when Buzz slid into my DMs and offered me 100 trade dollars, yes, his full fucking budget for the year for Freeman and Edmund, I could not say no. Not only did I get Freeman and Edmund, I got Cedric Mullins back. So I got the full clip, the full 100 bucks for Buzz, and I got a keeper in Seti Mullins for next year. You know what the best part of that deal was? What's that? When Bishop came forward and was like, oh, you got Edmund too? Because he thought it was just 100 bucks for Freeman. Yeah. And then he bought Verlander based on that price tag. He's like, oh, well, if that's if that's where prices are at, I guess I got to yeah. pay 70 it's 100 for Freeman, it's 70, right? And then 10 minutes later, he's like, oh, wait, you got Edmund too? That was more like 65 Freeman, 35 Edmund. But again, it was a ton of money. Which probably and- isn't that bad. And I managed to get a keeper back in Cedric Mullins, too. I know that you love to dump on me on this podcast, but I fucking did fucking good for my team. So, Oh, yeah, absolutely did. I feel nothing but shame for everybody who gave you money. I started the day with negative 25 draft dollars. And in the span of two hours, I now have a surplus of 175 draft dollars for next year. And I got pieces. So are you going to go full Bishop and turn into a buyer in three weeks or? No, no, no. Especially, I mean, I just got my butthole turned, turned and feathered by fucking Gary yeah. Hall, 11, nothing. It's over. Yeah. You know, admittedly, there's a big difference there because Bishop was winning before he decided to exactly. turn it back around. Yeah. I got one win over Jeff. I was like, all right, that's my fucking, all right. I did baseball things this year. I'm done. So that's not where it ended. It's not had- where it ended, no. Although myself. And Bishop made a very small trade after that, a little one-for-one, mostly a nothing deal. After I traded all those pieces, I was like, I can't fill my roster now. I need a second baseman. So then Bishop and I did a one-for-one Santiago Espinal for Harrison Bader, a trade. I mean, it's basically a nothing trade. Bader's been okay, steals a lot of bases. Espinal has a good average, I guess. Minus 18% on last day. I might end up dropping them. I just needed someone that wasn't a drop ad to put into my uh, lineup. So that was enough. I cared so little by that point. I didn't even know that trade happened. Well, it was was already blown to fuck by then. I already clocked out and gone back to doing something else. This is fucking dumb. That's right. That was a nothing trade. But the next trade was not a nothing trade. As you mentioned a moment ago, Bishop, assuming that Buzz had paid 100 draft dollars for Freeman was like, well, if Freeman's worth a hundred, Verlander's got to be worth 75. And the birdies purchased one Justin Verlander from team dinner who saw me blowing up in the group chat and said, well, I might as well sell too." immediately sells Verlander 75 draft dollars for Justin Verlander. Yeah. And oh I was like, does that come with Kate Upton? Question mark. Yeah. In the span of a couple hours, Bishop moved out 75, 150, 195 draft dollars in the span of just a couple hours. So 
Bishop went from a surplus of like 150 ish to his full hundred dollar clip being gone. Like that. Madness. God bless him. God bless him. Yeah. But we still weren't done there. <laughs> no, we weren't done there. No, sorry, Bob. The shitters and the birdies made a deal. Because why the fuck not? The shitters were actually like, okay, I got to get some fucking dollars back. I done blew my whole clip. So he realized he had the entire St. Louis Cardinals fucking team. So he decided to sell one Nolan Arenado to the birdies for Matt Chapman, who has been a huge disappointment. And Nelson Cruz, who apparently still plays baseball at like 49 years old, which is incredible. And he got 45 draft bucks. So, wow. so I was talking to Buzz a little bit on that one because uh, I asked him what Arenado was worth. Yeah. I, and he wanted a player back. And I was like, I don't want to trade the player. And then he said, uh, like, I, I offered him money and the money was fuck all compared to everything else. I can admit that. But I, he was like, no. And I said, well, how much money would you want if I gave you the player that you wanted to? And he goes, not sure. Not sure, honestly. People are going for a fistful right now, and he wasn't cheap to get in the draft. And, uh, you know, he basically said, I'm going to wait and see how the week plays out. And then instantly trade him to Bishop. Instantly trades him to Bishop. <laughs> fuck sakes. This fucking league. Oh, fuck. What a week. As I said, the draft buck bounces were all over the place. But as it stands now, going into next year, I've got a plus 175, Jeff minus 25, Cameron minus 25, Buzz minus 55, Adam plus 75. Thanks for a lander. Yourself minus 20, Bishop minus the full 100, and Cam minus 25. It's hard to tell where we go from here because after that fucking circus, like – as somebody who still is the proud owner of probably 20 or 80 auction dollars, I am now sitting on rubles. So what the fuck am I going to do with that? What's $80 get you? Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the trade markets have certainly calmed down. I made the mistake. I had one more deal lined up with Colin that day and I just, I couldn't pull the trigger, but it would have saw me get another 40 draft dollars. Speaking of Colin, get to that move now. Yes, segue to the latest trade, which I have not processed yet because the players have already played today. A little baseball trade. Colin chimes in the group chat says, hey, need a third baseman looking to move Tay Oscar. Who can help me? And what do you know? The birdies to the fucking rescue blows it up again. That Nolan Arenado that he purchased for fucking $45 trades him for nothing. Yeah, didn't like that one. Now, he had at least four days in Nolan Arenado. He saw that, whoa, I've traded for this guy and he hasn't got hurt yet. That's not working for me. Got to get rid of him. Give me the fucking corpse of Teoscar Hernandez. <laughs> Although he did get J.D. Martinez, who I really like. Yeah. That's a weird trade. So I almost right. had a deal on that one. Honestly, I didn't get that trade. I still don't get that trade. Okay. So the trade that me and Colin were going to make, Cause fuck everybody. Like they may as well know if they talk to me now, I'm going to fucking note it on here. Of course. Um, so what was it? I offered him CJ Cron and Luis Reyes for Maddles, JD Martinez. And that's the deal that he was chewing on. He's like, 
Oh, it seems really fair. Right. Yeah. So what he sent me he sent me a message and he said he was trying to work on something bigger, basically. But if if that didn't work out, which was likely he was going to make the deal with me. And then he didn't even say anything. He just made a trade with Bishop. The value is probably not that far off, but I was a little surprised to see him take the route, which required him blowing up what was left of his outfield. Because immediately he's like, well, I guess I need an outfielder now. Well, no shit, you fucking peckerhead. If you made a trade with me, you wouldn't have been needing anything else. Shout out to Bishop, who, despite having a $0 budget remaining, still making fucking colossal trades, man. I hate this league. He's a madman. Bishop is a madman. What a week for Bishop. So I don't know where the dust settles. I didn't like this trade for him personally. I thought Minter was a real good saves plus holds guy. I don't know why you give that up. Arenado, he just got for pile of bucks, man. Pile. I don't like this deal for Colin. Oh, interesting. I think Colin got a real nice return other than needing an outfielder, but they can be purchased. I think me and Colin are in the process of negotiating a purchase as we speak. I don't hate it value-wise. I just think knowing knowing the deal that would have come from my end, I think it would have left him in such a far better position that it would have been a better deal for him. Like, if this was a purchase trade, sure. But in a trade where no bucks are going back and forth, man, why (coughs) is anyone trading for Teoscar, man? I don't know. Don't see it. He's been good the last couple weeks. I mean, I guess... He had 29 home runs last year and hit almost 300. Like, he can be... A good player. Yeah, this last year. We need to see that now. Well, that's what I'm saying. We are seeing that now over the last two, three weeks. Yeah. Okay. I just I don't know. If anything, he's been he's he's been a better outfielder to have than Martinez the last few weeks. In the last two weeks, he's hit five home runs with 20 RBI, two stolen bases, and 320. That's pretty good. Pretty good, but I personally like this deal better for Colin. But like you said, Colin now has a glaring hole, needs an outfielder. Huge hole. He's a preparation his, hole. His whole outfield is Mike Trout now. Mike Trout, yep. So Colin Look was other outfielders, Jesse Winker, Harris too, whoever the fuck that is. And that is it. That's Harris. literally it. Harris too. <laughs> That's his outfield. Harris too. Like that. He made that deal. He traded for Arenado. Like if Arenado was Jose Ramirez and he was one of the top three, four players in the league, sure, got another position to do it. But what the fuck is this? How long till Tatis comes back? Oh God, is he? And what? Jesus. What are you getting out of him when he comes back? That's an interesting question. As a Wednesday, Tatis has been mimicking swings for the last few days. What does that even mean? Stand there just with your hands. Jesus. It means that after like two, three months of rehab, he's to the point that he can only pretend that he's swinging a bat. Yeah. He had his entire wrist rebuilt. What's that going to look like when it comes back? It's going to take some time. Oh, yeah. This takes some time. I don't hate the move as, as much as like I just hate the – I don't understand this league. You guys make trades that will like decimate your team and, and leave you vulnerable and fucked up. You'll spend your whole trade budgets to, one to fucking in one deal and like leave so many holes in the rest of your lineup. It doesn't even make sense to be a buyer. At the end of the day, it's fantasy and you got to have as much fun as possible. So if somebody oh, yeah. like spur go the moment, like, holy shit, Freddie Freeman, Tommy Edmund, let's go. On the flip side of my rant, 
I love that this is happening now because we've still got what six solid weeks till the deadline. Yep. These guys are going to have no money to compete with. Not only are they not going to have any money to compete with, but I've got my eyeballs on a couple of guys who are buyers who I think are going to finish as sellers because they're going to realize that it ain't going to work out and they need to do some backpedaling. And that's when this full of $80 rubles meat comes knocking at the door. That's right. They've set the too far in front of the deadline. If you're asking me, it's too far in front. These guys are like, you just walked in a room knowing you're going to bone a porn star and you just shot it all over the floor when you walked into the door. Like, you it's got nothing weird, left like, to do anything with. I think that I was justified in blowing it up this early, but I don't know if some of these middlesome teams yeah. should have went all in this early. You know? From a seller's perspective, like it made all the sense in the world to be dumping your shit right now. Yeah. If you get people lining up to throw money around like that, fucking right. Like I thought Cameron's acquisition of McNeil for me, you know, argue with the bucks all you want, but $25 for one guy. It's okay. Yeah. Cameron made one minor deal for one player. Still got lots of bucks left. 75, you know, he can do a lot at 75. I think that's bucks. an overpay, but I 100% agree. Like, at least yeah. he's still got uh, he's still got a wallet to do something with. Right. As he gets close to the deadline and, like, some holes pop up and injuries occur and you – this guy wasn't as good as you thought he was going to be. And all of a sudden you have a void here that you didn't have. Like, he's yeah. still got – he can do something about that. Right. Some of these other guys, they're fucking knuckled out. Like, you're done. What's Bishop going to do? You know, Bishop says he'll be a seller again. But this is the thing. God love Bishop. When I bought Freeman from him, I got Freeman for $50 on May the 16th. And then I turned Mm -hmm. around and sold him for $100. You know, Bishop, God love Bishop. He's buying at premium and selling for pennies. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not going to be asking Bishop to manage my stock portfolio. No, fuck no. Like, I like you, Bishop, and everything, but I'm not giving you my personal finances, okay? I think Bishop's more blue collar. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that was the trades at length. I'm hoping we can put this fucking mess in the past and this league starts to make sense again soon. Yeah, it's awkward for me to talk about because I was on the receiving end of a lot of those deals, but I was shocked at the dollars, man. Shocked, you know, $100, $75. Like those would have been big trades when we had $250 budgets, let alone $100 budgets. We saw Cam come in like two days later and he's, he was like, oh, my phone was broken. And what did I like, miss? I'm rotted. I missed out. And then you never heard anything else. No. So you know what happened? He actually read through what, what he saw and he was like, oh, fuck that. I didn't miss out on anything. Right. Saw the dollars just like, not only Thanks, did I. idiots. Right. Not only did I not miss anything, I dodged a giant bullet. Yep. Because you got to think Cam, you know, Cam, he's an aggressive manager himself. Cam might have got caught up in that shit storm himself. Yeah. So who knows? Cam's, he, Cam's no dummy. He knows what he's working with now. And that's what right. he's working with is wallet full of cash and prices that are going to go the other way and a bunch of teams that are going to be caught with their fucking pants down. It was a wild week. I would go on record and say that this week 11 in seventh inning stretch was the craziest week in the history of the pool, man. It was unbelievable. It was, it was an abortion. It was terrible. An abortion in the span of three days, the fucking league did a 180. So the United States of America is already trying to shut down this last week. 
<laughs> yeah. They've yeah. they've seen this leak in our inner pool and they've been like, oh my God, we have got to we've got to stop this from happening. Yeah. We cannot it's allow an this abortion. Let's move on to our favorite segment of the week. Three up and three down. <sighs> it's not our favorite. It's not even close. Three up, three down. You don't mean that. I do mean that. 100%. Do you feel this way about the shirt of the week too? Kind of, but not as strongly. Man, this hurts. This hurts. You know, that's what friends are all about. It's honesty. Well, you know what, friend? In the off season, we can discuss our podcast and direction we want to take it in. Maybe we'll retire yeah. three up, three down. New co-host? No, 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 no. Because if you do, we can talk about that. Like, I'm sure there's a few people out there that would be happy to jump in. No, as much as our league is full of great personalities, it can only be you, friend. It's me and you. I don't think that's true. I think it's a matter of you not giving anybody else the chance they need to shine. No, I'm not giving anyone else a chance. Not Just imagine Gary Nolan in this spot. You think Gary Nolan's going to commit to this once a week? He can't even fucking listen to it in his infinity drive to work, let alone okay. sit down and actually have a conversation. Okay, um, Buzz, he's great. he's great. He did good one week. I'm yeah, sure Team he, Dinner dinner would fill it. Yeah, in. Team Dinner, maybe now that he sold the firm. But wouldn't be the same. Nobody can replace you, friend. You can get Bishop to do his shots of fucking vodka or whatever he's doing and <laughs> pop into this slot here. Bishop, is that another shot? Yeah. Uh, I watched those little recaps of his pool and I'm just like, Ugh. Right? You don't have to drink every <laughs> time. Jesus. Watching those shots go down, man. It's... I mean, one thing if he was like sipping on a beer, like, okay, like, hold on, guys, let me do a shot of hard liquor once a week. Do you oh, think it, if, if we were to ever like talk to his wife you think his wife would be like let me fucking tell you about the aftermath of those videos yep he pisses he, and shits himself <laughs> he f- falls asleep in the fridge half naked when he does six takes of the same thing fuck God, <laughs> fuck i messed up my line yeah. take Another two shot. Uh, uh, just shots constantly okay three up three down i think you went first last week so I believe it's my turn. No, no, you went first last week. And I patiently sh- waited for you to get through the sure? whole thing. Yes, I'm show bitch. Whoa. Sorry, that was my Dave Chappelle reference. Needs improvement. Go ahead. It, it does. Well, I barely have a voice, so. That's right. Right out of the gate. Number one fantasy player of the week. Dansby Swanson. Number two. Fantasy player of the week. Oh, what about Dansby Swanson's stats, friend? Fuck Dansby Swanson. Javier Baez. Oh. 11 for 23. Six runs, three home runs, seven RBI, two swipes, 24 total base. He hit 478. That's worth sitting on for two months waiting for a pulse. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. One problem with this stat line, though, and this is, as I've learned just now, this is the issue with your strategy for coming up with your players is because when you go last seven days, it includes it doesn't show what he did in the matchup. Yeah. It doesn't show what he did today. So yeah, like I don't care. His two stolen bases were actually last Sunday. 
Javi Baez's care. real stat line for this week was 10 for 24. They're still 17. part of his last seven days. 10 for there's 24. No, there's no constitution here. There is a fucking constitution. There's you not. Can't, was you can't count Sunday head? twice. I fucking counted it twice. Watch me. I just did. Javier Baez, two stolen bases. Javier Baez, 10 for 24, 417, six runs, three home runs, seven RBIs, one walk, no stolen bases, okay, 23 listen, total cunt, bases. Do it on your fucking time. Okay, This is my three up. Sit down and shut the fuck up. Okay, We'll let you know when we're ready for you. I'm already sat down. Number two, Freddie Freeman. Nice that would be number three, I think. See, you said you don't even pay attention to the numbers, so you wouldn't even know. No, no. Number three is in you already listed Swanson and Baez. I didn't list Swanson at all. You listed Swanson. Oh. oh. Stay out of my fucking head. Sorry. Sorry, friend. <laughs> Seven runs, three home runs, 11 RBI, 22 total bases, hit 417. Jesus Christ, I cannot fucking wait to be out of this. You don't mean that. I do mean that. And I'm going to go with Corbin Burns. 14 two-thirds innings, two wins, 19 strikeouts. 1.84 ERA, 0.75 whip, two quality starts. Very nice. How much? How much what? That was a Borat reference. Oh, okay. These improvement, like your Chappelle references. Well, it failed. So because of that, it's not your turn. You be quiet. You be quiet. Honorable mention. Ooh, wow. New phone. Who this? Jesse Winker. Whoa. Okay. Nine for 20. Hit two home runs. Six RBI. Four runs. 17 total bases. He had 450 on the week. Maybe he's woken up too. Woke. Jesse Winker. Wow. Now Collins, number two outfielder. So Seemingly so. he does. Yeah, for Collins' sake, he's going to need him, at least for mm-hmm. now, until Collins slides into my DMs and makes a little purchase. Not I predict that one Sterling Marte will be property of Mr. Colin Martin in the next coming days. Prediction. Okay. Bull prediction. prediction. Why, are you going right. to get him for fucking $72 or what? I'm hoping for the full clip, 100, but I guess we'll have to do some negotiating. Because as a seller now, what do you what do you do if he's if there's no one left to pay your dumbass prices? Do, you, I do just, you let him go at what you would consider to be a discount, or do you keep him? I mean, I've got the power because I could go into the draft with fucking bucks deluxe, and really, I could keep I could keep Marte. Marte's keeper tag is only around forty odd bucks. If he finishes his top thirty guy, I can justify keeping him. Okay. But I got lots of keeper options now, like Cedric Mullins. You don't Riley you, Green. You don't need to tell Eloy Jimenez. We can Bobby look at your team whenever we want. Like just open your team and look at it. We can probably figure that. Just saying. Do Thanks. your bit. I want to shower and shave my nuts and watch a TV show. All right. My first three up player was Javi Baez. Oh. I've already given you his actual stat line this week, so Talent sees talent, am I right? That's right. Talent sees talent. My next one for one Mr. Nolan of the Sideburns one Shane McClanahan. Oh, my God. He is a fucking beast. Two-start week, 13 innings pitch, 18 Ks, one win, 
138 ERA and a 0.69 whip and two quality starts. Wowza. Wowza. And my third up player for one, Mr. Smart, the catcher who I drafted this season, who I said to you could be a sneaky Joel catcher, but I wasn't patient enough to hang on to him. One Alessandro Kirk finished 19, or sorry, nine for 20 for a big fat 450 this week. Five runs, four home runs, nine RBI, three walks, and 21 total bases. I said when I drafted him, he had potential to be a fucking sneaky $1 catcher, and I didn't fucking hang on to him. God damn it. Oops. Yeah, well, what do you do? We all make drops like that. Lucky for the- you, you've made absolutely no other poor decisions this season, so that will barely phase you. Well, that's rude of you to say because I know that's sarcastic. But you know what? My season's sealed now. My fate's been sealed. I'm already looking ahead to next year, and the future is bright for the Bartolo Colones. Okay. All right. Three down, friend. Negative tacos. What you got? George Springer. Mr. Springer. One run. Zero, zero. He had one stolen base, two total bases. 167 on the week. We've mentioned him in this segment a couple of times now. Probably this one of the main reasons that Cam's like my dog shit team had a dog shit week. Yeah. Only hit 283. Fucking garbage. 111 total bases. Team. What is this? Yeah. Fuck him. It's probably going to waver him. Um, well, if he can do it when I got priority, that'd be great. Yeah, because you'll sell him for 50 bucks. You know it. Number two, Nick Castellanos. One run, zero, 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 two total bases, 125. Not good. No good. Bad even. Number three, Jonathan India. Ooh. He did go uh, two for 17. He did hit one home run. But other than that, I had one run, one RBI. So those came with the home run. Did have one stolen base, five total bases on the week, hit 118, but now he's hurt again. So that's why he's made my list. <laughs> Probably back to the IL healthy. for him. No, he can't. No. I have been in another pool, so I feel that pain too. Yeah, a lot of talent just can't stay on the field. So it is what it is. All right, my negative tacos. The first one, the man whose stat cast is bluer than a Smurf's ball sack, Mr. Luke Voigt. Devoit. He, he was devoit of batting stats this week because he had a big fat one for 19, which equated to a .053 batting average, one RBI, three walks, and one total base. Way to go. You're a sack of shit. Raise your hand if you didn't see this coming. Oh, no, I saw no, this coming. You're not supposed to put your hand up, you fucking dumbass. Man, whatever. <laughs> I saw this coming. I predict he will be on the waiver wire before the trade deadline. Put your fucking hand down, Andrew. Sorry. Snap. Jesus. Learn the rules. Make us look bad. Apologize. My next one, as I alluded to earlier, one Jose Barrios. Welcome back to the negative tacos where you belong. Why are you saying Barrios? Funny. Is it Barrios? Barrios? He's got that weird thing over the eye. And I don't know if that makes it Barrios or not. So how, how do you pronounce that eye? I? I don't know. The weird Bar- thing over. 
E. It just turns e. all the letters before it into a different. I don't know, man. Burritos, burritos, whatever. Like, so if he has that eye with little accent and you give him a T, he's now burritos. Jose burritos. That's basically what he was this week. Burritos, tacos. He was Jose Ooh. negative burritos this week. In two starts, he only managed to come up with 6.2 innings pitched. Not very good. In those 6.2 innings pitched, he managed paltry two strikeouts, coupled with a very healthy 18.9 ERA. Not so good. Three whip. Not so good. And no shock. Zero quality starts. He got blasted. Blasted by the White Sox on Monday. And then blasted by the Brewers yesterday. Or today, yeah. Double fucked for Jeff. Not good. He had a span there where he had three quality starts in a row. But boy, oh boy, did he fucking turn back to his May numbers real quick. Are you trying to pick a third one right now? No, my third one's done. Oh, sorry to underestimate your level of preparedness. This is my time, not your time. You sit down, you shut the fuck up. You wait your turn. No, you sit. No, that is not sitting. That is standing. Okay. Standing up. Oh, okay. For those watching at home, not watching at home, that's Joel's micro penis being thrust into the microphone. It's not thrust. sitting, is it? <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I have oppositional defiance disorder. Okay. Good for you. And my third negative taco is one Jake Cronenworth for the Cowboys. Might as well pile on another hitter who led to his paltry 283 this week. Jake Cronenworth was a big fat one for 21 this week. Not very good. He did have five runs scored, so he must have walked a lot. And when he walked, people fucking knocked him in. Way to go. And his one hit of the week was a home run. So five runs, one home run, one RBI, one stolen base. Two walks, four total bases, 0.048 batting average, mm. double thumbs down. You suck. And it's talent like that, which is why Cam's going absolutely nowhere, right? Why Cam's team is shit and should be a seller. Right. Slide into Mr. Bishop's DMs, get every one of the dollars he's got left, and sell the firm. It's over, Cam. I'm sorry you had it's a good run. You. It's over. Looks real good for a bit there, but. Right. That's great. I predict that the Cowboys will be sellers next week. In fact, you know what? I think I'm going to buy his players. So Cam no, just what I slide was, right. Was I'm going to like I'm going to leave this oh this chair and I'm going to go like go on with my life. Oh, our time together is ended. Well, it's, I mean, what can you do done. with your life? You got COVID, HIV. Where are you going? Where are you doing? Nothing. Right. I got like a whole on-demand section, and the worst thing in it's going to be better than the best thing here. That's rude. I'm sure the worst thing there is like Jersey Shore reruns. This cannot be worse than Jersey Shore reruns. What if they're Jersey Shore originals? Are they better then? I don't know. It's toss up. <laughs> All right. Well, you go watch your Jersey Shore. Right. And I'll go uh, probably go to bed because it's 1130. I'm going to go apply four to six cans of spray tan. <laughs> Hit the Jersey Shore. Bitches. Oh, you look cute. Bitches. It's spray tan. Spray tan Joel on the Jersey Shore. All right, friend. Same time next week. I genuinely hope Maybe. you feel better next week. Thank you. But if not, clearly I'll still 
helps. Suffer You'll be here because you're dedicated. Even though you missed me yesterday, but oh, Skinner, I don't think I'm gonna be in tomorrow. My voice is very bad. So like in Italian? Yeah. Don Corleone. That was you yesterday. It's not even that funny. No, it's not funny. It's true. You sound like Don Corleone. All right, friend. I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Take care. Go fuck yourself. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Fantasy Roundup. Contact us anytime at theweeklyfantasyroundup at gmail.com.